We ready? All right, y'all. Y'all back in the T-Rail show, man. And I have Sheesh. a very special guest with me right here. I have D-Smoke, man, with me. What's good? And before we get into it, man, I'm just going to tell you, man, God is good. You feel me? Like, to, you know, be here with you, enjoying this moment with you, like, because I just remember the first time he, um looking at you on TV, you know, because... Uh, my fiance girlfriend tried to, you know, make me look at this show, and I'm like, I'm not looking at that show. She tried to I'm make not, me, yeah. She like, look at the show. It's good. Like we finna watch the show, right? And you know, sometimes you just gotta turn it on, like. And she turned it on, and I still, like, was like whatever. But and I, 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 I just remember you uh, rapping in Spanish, and I was like, and I turned my head, and I look, I was like, he black. Yeah, <laughs> and then I was like, "This a competition?" And I was like, "Oh, he gonna win, right?" And I was like, Dang. and then I walked off, and then like she was, and I was like, "Hey, what happened to that show? Did that black nigga win?" She was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, that nigga yeah, won." And I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" I was like, "All right, cool." You know what I'm saying? And you had the Grammy nominated shit and the whole little, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm just happy to be supporting a brother." You know what I'm saying? But yeah. At the end of the day, still, I didn't dive into your music. I just knew who you were off the show. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And you know, being Grammy nominated, you was on that thing with Nas or whatever the case may be. I was like, damn, he doing his thing. But yes, you know, one of the homies was like, you know, and I'm a talkative nigga. You know what I'm saying? He like, you want to interview um, D Smoke? And I was like, why not? Let's you feel go. me? Yeah, why not? Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. So, and I'm like, but then again, I'm like, oh, I gotta research him. I can't. Really, so I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I've never, I didn't hear the music, so I, good. The, the videos. I, I never seen shit, right? And I ain't even gonna lie to you, cause I be doing my research and I be wanting to be fresh on my brain. You know what I'm saying? And then um, last night, that's that's why I ain't got no haircut. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was up to about four in the morning, and I'm like, and I and I was listening. To, um, is it called Black Habits? Black Habits, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm the writer for the job. You know what I'm saying? No commas. No commas. <laughs> nigga, I was up to four in the morning. My nigga. Bruh, I watched interviews, videos, songs, and I'm like, you fucked me up. Man. You fucked working. me up. Yeah, I, yeah, I ran through uh I ran through Inglewood. Like I, I ran through that oh, shit. Inglewood High. Yeah, I ran hey, man, through that. That's a special little project. Yeah, I'm yeah. like and then I went to your next project, and I'm like, this nigga cold. And it, and it kind of, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I did that, too, because I kind of, you know, regret not digging do, digging and diving deep into Nipsey and, and his whole little asses before he died, you Bro. feel me? And then, you know, once you start getting into them interviews, and I'm like, I'm like, I fuck with his songs, but I just didn't know he was like that. That prolific, that. It, yeah. yeah no, nah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So right now, this is cool. This is for me, this is like you talking to one of your fans, like you just made a nigga a fan. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Bro, yeah, bro, like bro. you ever talk to a nigga or like down, like who bought a ticket or something to your show? I'm that nigga right now. You feel me? Like, and that shit is so crazy. Like, I really, I'm telling you, I really stayed up to like three, four in the morning, woke my baby up for school, my son. <laughs> nigga, I got back on it, nigga, and I'm, and I'm just there, like still listening. And I'm like, damn, nigga. This shit fucking crazy. I'm like, yeah, for real. So I'm just happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And what you say, don't get it twisted, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you said, Which don't one? get it. Oh, don't get that shit twisted, nigga. We went to business. But yeah. everything we do for our for family and the kids, yeah. so don't get it fucked up. It's Ooh. love in here. Yeah. It's love in that's, here. That's one of my favorites. Don't get it fucked up. Like, it's I'm vibing. Yeah. 6.30 in the morning. And my girl like for another year. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And my girl like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, vibing, yeah. You so, no top of the morning is yeah. for sure one of them anthems. Like yeah. I was, that's one of them where you write it, you feel grateful. Like, oof, thank you for that one. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you writing because you you exercising that muscle. Mm-hmm. Other times you writing and it's like, oh shit, you can't get it out fast enough because it's just coming to you. Yeah, and that's how top of the morning was. You feel me? One of them records that is really coming from somewhere and you just accept it and, and write it out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So. so as a you know, as a D Smoke fan, you know, or you know, not being a D Smoke fan, or people that ain't used to you, like I, I really want to you know, know how it was, you know, being younger, and you, you, you were, you know, you, you, you were like, you know, elaborating a little bit as far in your music, as far as you yeah. know, your brother gang banging or what, being yeah. from Bloods, you know, what I'm saying, pops gone and all that, but you know, sir. I just wanted to know how it was, you know, being younger, D Smoke, you know, you know, living through those times. Man, it's 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 similar to, to older D Smoke or a grown ass D Smoke, you know. Um, grown D Smoke is somewhere between Inglewood and you know Inglewood, the city that people know for you know the Bloods and for you know Crenshaw and Manchester, Lebray and the North Side, yeah. And and the classroom, you know what I'm saying? I'm I've been big on like education and all that shit, right? So as a kid, it wasn't different in the sense that you know outside was wild we never we didn't have money growing up so mm-hmm. you know um outside is wild pops was locked up till i was about eight which is you know i know niggas in inglewood that's been gang banging since five like born into it and had a burner on i done got banged on by a kid in inglewood like and, then, <laughs> yeah. and he was out the back seat which that's let crazy. the bank like he put the burner out the back seat like nigga where y'all from and he was he was infamous in Inglewood because we was like, that go that little kid, that nigga bad. Right? So that's crazy. And then we was like, nigga, we don't bang, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, all right, this whoop, whoop, whoop. And then they pushed, and the niggas in the front was laughing. So the older niggas used to encourage it, right? So when I say pops was locked up till I was eight, you know, mm-hmm. that's way early enough to be exposed to some some shit, you know. But on the other hand, we had moms in the house who's a music teacher, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So teaching just runs in the family. So mm-hmm. I'm at home learning to play classical piano, which is what they saw on, uh, you know, rhythm and flow. And I had that in the bag since the beginning. I, I kept asking the producers, like, hey, can y'all pull out a piano for a nigga to really show out? You know what I mean? And they was like, they was like yeah. hey, look, if you, if you in the last rounds, you feel me, we'll, we'll have something for you. You know what I'm saying? Hold on to that, because that would be a dope little moment. Because they knew, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was in for, but they knew that by the end, it's going to be a big production. So if you have a skill like that, hold that. Yeah. And then grand finale, that motherfucker, you know. So, um, but mom taught piano in the house. We learned music. Me, sir, you know, sir is my full blood brother. Same mom and pops, bunk beds. You know what I'm saying? Me and Davion had to beat this nigga up because he just refused to come out of nigga's shirt. Like, sir is that kind of, <laughs> he that kind of younger brother. Yeah. Sir the kind of younger brother that used to do some, some shit wrong and, and then blame you for picking on him. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, if you just came out my shirt, nigga, you know. <laughs> But but so we was, you know, bunk beds, all three of us. It was Davion, Daniel, and Daryl. You know, Sir is Sir Daryl. His real first name is Sir. Uh, you know, I'm Daniel, D Smoke, you know. Oh, so I'm Daniel too. Hey, what's up, Daniel? Oh, my God, hey, nice Daniel, how you doing? What's your son named Sir, huh? 
Yes. That's crazy. Yes. I just thought about that right yep. now, bro. Absolutely. That's a that's crazy. That's What's wrong right? with that? I, yeah, I ain't What's never heard. I ain't never heard of like you know instead of sir, but ain't nothing wrong with that. But to greet me as sir, period, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's on another level. Like, yeah, sir's a hard name. Sir, like yeah, sir's a hard name. Think about Absolutely. it, bro. Like they parents was like everybody gonna respect you. You feel me? Yeah. Like, and so. I like the loving, you know, the loving uh, family oriented family aspect of everything. You Absolutely. know. I, with you and then you know like you know i hit your insta story and i seen you and your your brothers and your mom singing it and i'm like this nigga cold Man. you know what i'm saying and just for moms to be singing and then you know the the morning prayer on a song yep. and come on and shit like that like morning I, prayer I, key. I, yeah I, I woke my kids up and i was like before i said i'm not even gonna lie to you today i said the exact same shit to my kid. Man, what you lying mean? like a motherfucker. You I'm really prayed? Oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't pray, but oh, I told. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't pray, but I, I told him. He said, but I, "I gotta learn how to do that." But yeah. you know what I did do? I didn't. I didn't. I could get the prayer, <laughs> prayer all the way right, but I know I told him if a kid fuck with you, you better make whoop sure that. They, yeah. Make sure they never put their hands on you again. Again. And, that, and that's after the prayer. It's like God, please protect us. Have yeah, us so have I did a good day at school. <laughs> and, and bring our dad home from jail soon. That we used to pray that, like holding hands, like yeah. don't, please don't let my dad have to serve all the years that the judge threw at him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, That's cause crazy. they threw teenage years at this nigga. You know what I'm saying? And you know he did about six, you know, or whatnot, and came home. But but then moms used to be like, all right, now that the prayer's over, if anybody fuck with y'all, like, and the main rule was you don't fight with your brother, you fight alongside your brother. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So we was a gang to start off. You know what I'm saying? We three <laughs> deep everywhere. You so feel when me? Pops did his time, he came out and he came back home. Came back home. And so and that's moms held it down. Moms held it down. Now, you know what I'm saying? As a adult, as a kid, I was like, oh my God, my mom waited, right? Yeah. As, as an adult, I found out, you know, she dated, you know, because uh, it's a, it's okay. this year. Did you know? she bring niggas home though? No. I well, there was there was she had one boyfriend that I found out. I found out that. Um, that we had met him, but I don't remember him. Yeah. You know, but she was like, "Yeah, you guys loved him." But in our heads, we must have been like, "Oh, that's her buddy." You know, yeah. not knowing that he, he, he didn't he know anything uh, other than now you're older. You're like, "Damn, I would have punched on him." Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or at least got some money out with of your him, mama, like, nigga. Or at least got some money. Like, motherfucker, I don't like you unless you pay. <laughs> you know, was it was it hard being different? In, in fucking Inglewood, like you, like, like bro, f you're in a city where five-year-olds are gangbanging on you with a gun outside and older motherfuckers in the car. Was it hard for you to be like, nah, fuck the gun. I'm going to go play some classical music in my piano at home. Man, we had moments. We had moments for sure where we was, we had to, uh, we had to weigh out our options, right? So, um, like, what helps in Inglewood, because we still had to fight. Like, 100%. you know what I'm saying? If you, if you not scared of fighting or if you just, if you like, fuck it, no, let's get it out the way. And that's what the homies always had us on. And like, I wasn't with the, I wasn't from Inglewood families. My brother was from Inglewood families, you know what I'm saying? Since, you know, early eighties, you know? So when we came along, it's not like we had to get put on or nothing. It's like, oh, that's Ron Ron people. You know what I'm saying? So they're not sweating us for the most part. There's still some young niggas that's like, who's that? Oh, yeah. I ain't met him yet. You know what I'm saying? Because because yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he school, used to do yeah. the hassle, bro. He went to, he went to school, and so he was a straight A student. That's why that's I looked up to my brother because he was like, man, I'm connected around here. I'm with the element, but I'm not about the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So that's why he was like my hero. So I'm like, okay, we got that in the bag. You know, 
uh, let me go over here and focus on this. But of course, being from Inglewood, everybody start clicks, right? So if you're not with the gunplay and slanging drugs, it's like, okay, well you at least got a crew, who are y'all? I was like, yeah. okay, you know, my, my, my homie Chiz, rest in peace, his older brothers was called Bones, right? And they started 700 block on East Arbor Vida, they started Bones, right? And they was the seven. So we picked up that, right? We was like, okay, we not trying to push this blood crip line, right? But we academic, but we, we for sure proud of who the fuck we are, for sure with the shits when it comes to this. Yeah. And, and we moving through the city together so that nobody get caught slipping, you know? So that's the line we push on some school party, hang with your homies type shit. And even then, niggas start hating, right? <clears throat> so then we start getting into fist fights and all. And this, this is the long way around answering your question. How'd you avoid getting into the big shit? Niggas start hating, like, and then the bloods find out and they like, oh, y'all really represent that shit? Like, what's that? Like, and, and a couple niggas who was cool with us was like, hey, y'all gonna have to, cause you know, clicks get, you gonna uh, have to get assumed, put on. You know, they, they, they get you're whole clicks get put go, on. You know what I'm saying? I know whole clicks that was like, oh, you that? Now you're gonna be sitting at the park, you know, or yeah. you this? Now you're gonna be neighborhood, Paul, you know? Yeah. So um, we got a little bit of that, but because we were so smart, like I used to literally tutor killers. You know, because they was like, man, I just, I'm trying to get a D. I'm trying to pass. <laughs> like, just keep me from failing. D Demo used to be like, you dumbass, come here. And then, bro, they like, I'm trying to get a D. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the ninth grade in geometry. I made the AP calculus. So math was my shit. So you, so you, so hold on. You did the SAT and all the nigga, whole little I shit. Had, did nigga, all I got, I went to UCLA on a full academic scholarship. I had you one called. B in all of high school. And it was in fucking Spanish. You called the Spanish dog. teacher hated Man, me. Man, bro, I graduated yeah. with a C in Spanish. <laughs> and I'm Mexican. I was mad at the fucking uh I was mad at the fucking Spanish teacher. The B. He hated on me. Because I'm I'm acing his test and all that shit, but I was never a, a clean cut nerd. And some teachers respected it. They was like a, a, a white dude, you know what I'm saying? Old white dude looked like we called him Ned Flanders. You know what I'm saying? But he um he pulled me to the side and was like, I respect that you are the coolest kid out here. Like all the, you got all the friends, got girls and all that shit, but you're one of the smartest kids I've ever taught. I was like, man, that's respect. This is a white dude looking at the little kid, French braids, hoodies, black chucks. Niggas used to walk up on me like, ain't you so and so from my from my enemy hood? Just cause I carried that energy. Mm -hmm. And and you know, we still Walked like we knew who we was, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and that's that's really the energy that'll get you banged on. So you know? I had I had Casey Veggies up here, and we was we was talking about <laughs> it, and I was like, "D Smoke was your teacher?" Real life. I had to go, and I'm you like, was his teacher. I was his real life Spanish his teacher. Teacher, bro. Real hey, before life Spanish we teacher. before we get all the way into it, being well, a teacher, cause I just really want to know. Did you really want to fuck one of them kids up? What do you, <laughs> you mean, bro? Me. What do you mean, bro? Now, I don't even know if I should say this shit on, on the mic, nigga. <laughs> no, I but know you want this. to fuck with them kids no, no, up. No, 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 no. <laughs> fuck one, two. Nigga, I brought boxing gloves. To, oh, to the class? Not to the classroom. Now, mind you, I would be like, look, I keep them with me. They in the trunk. If y'all feel that way, if you feel that way, <laughs> to the kids. We could go to the. we Because half of them play football. The ones who really oh, wanted okay. to test themselves. I'm like, okay, y'all got practice. We'll be back there. I've locked with the with the uh, with students the kids in, in the gloves. But <laughs> no. mind you, these the niggas. These niggas is 200 pounds. Like, 
and athletic, right? Did a kid fuck you up, though? Hell no. Nigga, <laughs> nigga I'll put one nigga on his bumper. And these are my young homies. These are hey, my body slam. Ask Casey, ask Casey Veggies. Ask Casey Veggies. Ask Patrick on Wolfsar in the NFL right now. Peanut. Ask all of them. Oh, yeah, I Peanut, really we need to see, bro. Ask, <laughs> find, Peanut, find Peanut on IG and be like, did D smoke lock with the students at school? Oh, he's crazy, dog. Nigga, wow. Wow. But, but the thing is this. Nobody could teach you how to be yeah. a great teacher, bro. Because you seem like Coach Carter. The mm-hmm. nigga, what made this nigga the, the great coach is like the, the, the one kid who went head on with him. Like, he slammed the nigga all up against the wall. He broke that barrier. The kid thought, like, hey, what you going to do? You find out what I'm going to do. Cruise. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then at the same time, you show him all the love. You know what you're talking about. I, was, I really know, know my shit when it comes to the Spanish shit. So that's the, that's the key to it. You feel me? But, but yeah, hell, what? So, I, didn't, <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Right now that you ask that question, I'm pretty sure there was a couple teachers that probably wanted to whoop your ass, too, huh? I got down with a teacher in junior high school. You got down with a teacher? I was locking with him outside. <laughs> and they, and they, and look, why? And they, and they was finna press charges on me. And the, the, you know, the school police came and got me, blah blah blah. blah. And he asked him, he was like, "Want to press charges on me?" He, he kept it. He, he know, he was locked out too. He was like, "No, nah, I ain't gonna press charges." Hell and then nah. he looked at me, he was like, "You know what's up? I'll beat your ass." Again. <laughs> Cause he definitely fucked me up though. But, 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 but what happened? And he fucked you. <laughs> yeah, I took off on him though, and he definitely fucked me up though. And he look. got back. That yeah. nigga. <laughs> but let me get back on Casey. So my uh, nigga it was teaching Casey. Mm-hmm. Casey, this nigga cover album. I mean, the cover of his album was. You know what I'm saying? He took the picture in his classroom. True story. In my and classroom. I just felt like. That nigga had to be a special kid coming through that motherfucker to actually know what he wanted to do, how he wanted to do it, and yep. he really lived out his dream right in front of you, bro. And, and bro, I promise you, that my second day in his classroom, this nigga handed me a fully packaged CD with original artwork that somebody had painted and drawn and designed like by hand. So I'm like, everybody say they got a dream, but this nigga put it all together already. Mm-hmm. Like so that's what I like seventeen bro sixteen. So his eleventh grade year, he had MTV at Inglewood High's graduation the next year. You know what I'm saying? So he was so mature. Like I met his dad. His dad know my uncle from way back. My uncle played bass for like Shaka Khan and all them. And they go back. But it was I had to have one real conversation with him, like, hey bro, you slipping. He was like, You right. Say less. And then he went right back to handling his business. He was he got A's. The, the nigga had like a three five while handling a rap career and chose not to go to college. You know what I'm saying? So, like that's the kind of dude he was. You know, and he he was always soaking up game, like always. And in the middle of him popping, you know, we was doing music and the shit was great. But shit, he he had tapped into something with his movement, like whether it be who he was partnered with at the time. Um, that we had yet to tap into. We was just like, we got these CDs, they dope as shit, and we expect the niggas to take them to the world. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, at what point did you feel like, you know what, I'm finna take this music shit, you know, serious too? Because you was teaching for a minute. Absolutely. I was taking it serious when we started. You know, when we first started. I, it was just so much I didn't know, and we ch- it was an interesting time to choose to make music. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was like when shit was transitioning to streaming, and we're just getting the last 
uh, strategy right and this shit just shift. We like, but what about the 5,000 uh, CDs we just printed up and yeah, the posters? It's, it's like, it's, and then, then it's like, okay, the blogs, then we get at them and then they start posting us. Then it switch again. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I've been doing music all my life. And what the hardest transition we made was from doing music for other people to doing it for ourselves, right? Because we was in the industry. People in the industry been known. You know what I'm saying? We, I got an ASCAP award when I was 19 in 2009 for writing uh, yeah. uh, Never for Jaheim, writing and producing it. You know, so my R&B shit, you know what I'm saying, go back. I, this songs were like Joe, the Pussycat Dolls, Jaheim, uh, wrote for Usher and all this different stuff. And, and you know, but it was when, when they didn't call me back, like, hey, we need another single from y'all. You know, then I was like, wait, we gave y'all some shit that went and you're not hitting me up. Like, fuck that. We could do our own shit. And we're legitimately, we're, we're legitimately where we from and we're legitimately who we say we are. So then, then the best kind of artists in our opinion. So we just going to get behind ourselves. But it's, so, it's two different games when you in the industry pitching for other people than when you stepping out into the world like I'm him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so you and Sir always recorded together. Cause you you doing your uh, you have something called Woodworks. Woodworks, yeah. Yep. You got your own shit going. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and sir, he signed chose to sign the TDE. Absolutely. Um, but as far as like your own shit, you know what I'm saying? You and sir always recorded together. Man, we've been so we always shared studio equipment. You know what I'm saying? Up until up until like I went to college and we got multiple computers and multiple mics and we got different setups and stuff. But coming up, we've been doing music since we was seven. You know what I'm saying? So I had a studio in the house since we was 13. So um, naturally, we're using the same sounds and, and learning the same things and having the same tutorials. So it's not so much that we was a, a group, but we was a camp for sure. Mm. I, I was asking mm. that because I know there's some friendly competition in oh, between sure. there. Oh, for and, sure. And, you know... In that competition, I wanted to ask you, like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all trying to do y'all thing, and and this nigga starts singing. You know what I'm saying? And I know you like, this motherfucker singing. Well, we grew up singing. Right? You know what I'm saying? We grew yeah. up singing. Yeah. Like, people hear me sing and be like, you should sing, too. I be like, you know, when I want to. When I feel like it, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. We grew up singing. Like, and if we get together, we're going to sing. Like, harmonies. You know, we're musical, musical. You know? Um, but, sir, I remember, because, sir... He's the type of dude, because he's the youngest, he wants to do his own thing. He wants to be like, man, I'm going to be myself. And since he was little, me and Dave was both like, we're going to do music. Sir was like, <laughs> we, we did an interview. It was on TV at like 5, 6, and 7. And me and Dave was like, music, music. He's like, I'm going to play with toys. Right? And he, <laughs> he, looked the white, he looked the white lady in the face like, I'm going to do toys. Yeah. And then he's just being mean like because his personality is always, I'm going to do what I want to do. He, he decides in the ninth grade that he's going to start playing basketball. We never did traveling teams, none of that as kids. By the, by the 11th grade, this nigga's dunking on niggas off the fast break. Like, you just picked up a ball, bro, and he's killing. And, and this Inglewood is a, a D1 school feeder. Like, we had a major coach. We put Paul Pierce, you yeah. know what I'm, in position, and the same coach was there. And uh, <clears throat> so that's just the type of dude he was. So he didn't choose music till... Till he hit 19, me and Dave was serious about it before. He would just play around and learn. The next thing you know, he come up and and send me a song that he did. I was like, oh, shit, nigga, you different. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He's different, different, different. But so what he did that was different from us, he was like, all right, I'm going to engineering school. Mm -hmm. You know, so he goes to L.A. recording school 
and learns all the ins and outs of engineering. Pro tools and shit like oh, that. Oh, I mean, we all good in Pro Tools, too. Yeah. He's, great. Talking, he's great. He's yeah. <laughs> great. The nigga knows. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but, but yes, that's what it's like. You know, having brothers, everybody's paving their own lane, you know. Why he didn't kind of take your route? Because I felt like all y'all should have took the route as far as being independent. You know what I'm saying? You got your shit, and I know it's through Empire, but still, like, through that, you still own your own masters, own, like, you know, majority of your music. Why did he go that route to, you know, sign with TDE? You got you to gotta picture it from where we was at. You know what I'm saying? We both own 99th and Murdo and Inglewood, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Sharing, you know, I'm living with it's in a two bedroom, two bath. His wife and him, and then me on this side. I'm going to, to teach in the classroom, and this nigga's going over to fucking guitar center to work retail. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when you when you look at your opportunities, you weigh them out. Like, and, and for him, the question was, okay, we know what TDE is. The world knows what TDE is. Is there a space on that camp where it's like I can pave my own lane and and really blow this shit up for myself? And the answer was yes. And it would immediately put him in the world where we had, we wanted to, everybody wanted to go. Now, the only reason, because I got approached by TDE too, um, and because uh, I went on tour with Sir to play Keys <clears throat> in 2017, he was opening for Miguel. Did the whole tour, press play on Edgar, who's his day-to-day -day working for TDE, on all my shit I had at the time. Speak rapping in English and Spanish, shit I produced, some shit I didn't, you know, you know, same shit that people are hearing now, some of the same songs. And um, and they was like, shit, this is dope. Him and and um and Matt, you know, from TDE, uh, they both was like, this is dope. They took it to, you know what I'm saying? TDE, the tops, you know what I'm saying? And and they was like, dope. And I told him right before Rhythm and Flow, like, hey, this show is hollering at me to be a part of it. You know, I would love to fuck with y'all. If I fuck with y'all, then I'm not going to do this show because this is a risk. This show has never been done. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know yeah. if they're going to make me look like a clown. clown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not no payaso, you know. So I'm like, nigga, I'm like, if y'all if y'all interested in the D-Smoke movement, I'm going to pass on the show. But if y'all not fucking with it. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a this risk. risk. I'm gonna roll the dice because I know by that time they had told me it's Netflix and the judges is Cardi B, Chance, and Tip. Yeah. I was like, Netflix means worldwide. Cardi B, Chance, and Tip means Spanish, hood, and artistic, and yeah. I could appeal to all three of them motherfuckers. You know, so they said go for it. I went for it. Now after I won, then they was like, nigga, come over here, come home. But I'm like, bro, it's a, it's it's 70, 90 million people waiting to hear what I got next. You know what I'm saying? We gonna test these wings out. You so feel they me? still wanted to sign you after you after. won the show. Oh, after. Okay, and you, you but, felt like you know this route. I got enough I exposure, and I can stay. I can stay home and do my own thing. Right, but Which, the, but it's still the thing is it's still love because they, you know, what we wanted to do, me and Sir, is continue to make music together. They was like, nigga, it's family. Y'all nigga do do y'all shit and we behind it both. You know, so on my first project, we got Sir on lights on. You know what I'm saying? They he pull up for the video. We got Issa Rae in the video. Then, you know, we got Sir on Closer to God, one of them real moments where <laughs> when we was creating that, we was in the we was we was roommates. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the ones that I, I was sitting on, like, this is gonna come out and be something special. So it's still love, but and they understood that I was like, man, I'm gonna have to see, I'm gonna have to see what I'm capable of. And it's it's it's, you know, there are things that I'm learning independently that I wouldn't have learned 
uh, had I been with them. And they're, you know, yeah. Sir has certain benefits. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like with TDE, you could still go get a major deal. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, it's a trade off. It just depends on how you work and do you trust your team to, to support you the long way. And that's, that's what the TDE does that a lot of other companies don't do. They, they support you the long way. You feel As me? a big brother, were you ever like, like, because Sir got the deal before you did, right? Sir got a deal way before you did. Absolutely. Were you ever like, man, maybe this is not for me, but I'm going to just support him all the way. Like, even if I don't ever make it, I'm just glad he did. Bro, I never questioned whether or not I was going to make it. I knew I was going to make it. My thing is. Um, when? When he, when, for yeah. sure. But when he made it, um, because at, at 19, when I got signed to Warner Chapel, the first thing I did was like, now sign my niggas, because we all dope. Mm -hmm. And they did. But then when we start showing up to sessions, it's like, who's the who's the real writer? It's too many of y'all. And they was they start saying like, hey, man, send one person. Y'all decide who you're going to send. So I had to be like, all right, y'all, I'm going to go to this session with Babyface today because they only want the, the main nigga on this song. And y'all know this is my song. Right. So and it, it turned into kind of an issue when you in them writing sessions. Like, how the fuck y'all going to make it through the deals when every song y'all own got 10 percent? you know, 10% writing credit. You could sit there and write the song and it's 50 between you and the producer, right? So I, I had to learn that as a kid. Like, yeah, you want to put your niggas on, but don't put your niggas on till you all the way through the door. You know what I'm saying? And then be selective on who the ones you're putting on. You know what I'm saying? So um, when he had that opportunity, I said one thing to this nigga. I said, bro, I don't want shit from you from this. All I want to do is see you bust this motherfucker wide open and go all the way. And, and... The beauty of it is, with that attitude, he chose when he wanted to incorporate me into that. Because he had to ask me to go on tour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had to be like, Smoke, I want you to go on tour. And at the time, I was talking to DJ Battlecat. He was doing a show and wanted me a part of it. So I was, I had given him my word. So I hit Battlecat like, look, sir want me to go on tour. This means I might miss the dates that you said you was going to be filming for your show. He was like, that's your brother, go. You know what I'm saying? And then we, you know, looped around and ended up doing some stuff on, uh, on Black Habits, one of my favorite songs, you know. Um, Man, that album is a, is a classic. I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. Thank you. I, I listened to it already probably like, I'm telling you, probably for like 3 o'clock in the morning to like right now when I got here. And I'm like, this is why this motherfucker dominated for a Grammy. But Dang. that's crazy. But, you know, being around TD, did you ever get a chance to, you know, have Q and uh, Kendrick listen to your music. And I'm saying that because, you know, a lot of motherfuckers be like, you know, it's a, it's a lot of comparisons to Kendrick. And I could kind of see that as far as the voice tone, you know what I'm saying? Some of that shit in there, you know, a, a stacking your voice here and there, you know, bridges and stuff like that. But as far as the whole complete package, you know, and as far as the music and the stories that you're telling, like, it's completely different, but, you know... Did you ever get a chance to let you let them niggas hear that shit as well? I've never sat down with Kendrick or or Q and press play. Um, I've pressed play with with J Rock. You know what I'm saying? J Rock is the accessible homie out of TDE. You know what I'm saying? I've slapped fives with with all of them several times. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kendrick, after Rhythm and Flow, me and him had a moment because before when I was on tour, they. I, I did the last three dates or came on to the last three dates of the championship tour with Sir, um, with, when all of TDE was in stadiums, right? 
So we backstage working out, everybody there, you know, it's Kendrick, J-Rock, me and Sir, 2Ts, the security, um, H. Wood, and we just, the workout for the day was, nigga, 20 sets of 50 push-ups. So we all get into a thousand push-ups. Damn, TD different. Man, they different. Yeah. So I'm, I'm slapping, I go in just because I'm a, you know, a real nigga, I'm going to say, what's up? I'm going to acknowledge people, then I'm going into my zone. I guess, you know, Kendrick don't know if I'm like a fan at this time. He know I'm Serge's brother, but he don't give off the vibe that like, man, I ain't trying to have no conversation. You know, cause some niggas be like, man, now that I got you here, oh, I always wanted to ask you questions. Like I ain't yeah. on that shit, right? So he get a little standoffish, we slap fives and I'm like, I know what that is. I'm here for my brother, right? We work out, you know what I'm saying? We doing the boxing mitts and shit. And nigga, I, I hop up. Kendrick hop up on the bar and instead of doing pull-ups, he do like the muscle-ups where you pull through, push up all the way down, right? So he do two, right? Because J-Rock challenged him, he do two. Then I'm like, mm, let me see what I got, right? So I hop up, I do five, and, and J-Rock go big, like, blood, you gonna let him outdo you? Doctor, <laughs> this nigga smoke out, did you? Right? So yeah. then, so then uh, Kendrick got back up, like, nigga, hold on, let me get my little three back in, boop, boop, boop. I left it at that. The rest of the time, it's just, I'm kicking it with Sir. And then later, you know, we chopped it up a little bit, you know, but that's all before rhythm and flow. I guess once he realized, okay, this nigga's he a real one, he ain't tripping off the fame shit, he he's solid. Then then we was cool, but it still wasn't extensive. Now fast forward to after rhythm and flow, um, he has seen the show, cause Dave Free, which is one of his right hand dudes, Dave Free was one of the executive producers. So Dave Free owned the show? On the show. Oh, he called. Yeah, so so Shout out Dave. It, they had the right people in line to be like, hey, look, these are the this is the anti-corny uh consultants. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're like the culture has to accept this to a certain degree. Now we're gonna have to do certain reality TV things, right? Uh have them lined up and the lights go up and this and that. But on on everything in between, we need to bring the right people into play to make sure the culture believes it, you know? And so he was one of them. Now so that's probably how, you know, Kendrick, you know, caught on to it and actually sat down and watched it. So I run into him at Day in Vegas just before everything shut down. And I'm there with Sir. And you know, he had just headlined the shit, killed the shit. You know what I'm saying? Had the cowboy gear on and all that. And then um, and he come out, staying to himself. You know, he got his own section of the whole, yeah. whole backstage. But he look over and see me. He like, hold up. You know what I'm saying? And he comes slap fives like, my nigga. The way you pulled that shit off on some TV shit and actually gave him contact content is is some real shit, my nigga. Respect. He was like, nigga, we gonna do something special for the city. Like, nigga, that shit was hard. Like, I watched it, and so I was like, man, respect, dog. I look forward to it. And so it was as brief as it was. He was he stopped like, oh, hold up, smoke. You did your shit. You know he what I'm saying? Did you that record? Nah, we ain't done that. Yeah, no hey, Kendrick, read the my nigga gonna need that motherfucking record, man. But no. We need the record, Kendrick. Come on, my man. Thing is, you know my saying? thing is, it's so much stuff. Like, I got books, movies, and all kind of shit that we own. And and however we collaborate long beyond this shit, it's gonna happen. You know, so I don't even I don't even push the line. I I reach out once and just to let niggas know, hey, we there. But if not, I, cause I believe that collaboration should be mutually beneficial. He if niggas don't word, respond, he gonna, he gonna come get you. I believe so. Yes, uh, sir. But if niggas don't respond immediately, it's because there's there's work and, and leeway that we need to make so that they're like, okay, now's the time. Timing is everything, you know. So, um, but that was that was the extent of our like interaction. 
and it was some respect shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, um, I'm sure he could see that there's respect the other direction as well. Artistically, you you coming off the West, you're going to naturally have heard of Kendrick Lamar. You're going to naturally have to be like, take into consideration, you know, what his contribution to it is. If you're an artist of that caliber and see yourself in that company, like you, you can't come off the West and be like, oh, who's Ice Cube? Who's, you know what I'm saying? He's put himself in those greatest off the West. And I want to ask the game, you that period. too, because you a pro black rapper, like, yeah. you know, and you own the West Coast, so I know it's kind of like harder, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's a little harder on pro, pro black rappers, you feel me? Just to move forward still in the culture, like. Absolutely. You know, um, and I just wanted to ask you, how do you feel about, like, the West Coast, you know what I'm saying, rap right now, just, like, in general right now? How do you feel about all of our rappers and what they're doing and what they're representing? Man, I have... I have my favorites, right? It's 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 a paradox because you like growing up, I, I gotta remember that West Coast rap taught me how to move through LA. Mm -hmm. Right. So you wanna as an adult, you wanna be like, come on, let's move the culture forward, let's educate people. But it's like before we try to escape LA and all that it is and the dangers of gangbanging and all that shit, we gotta understand it first just so we can navigate that mud. Mm -hmm. Like like growing up, I loved corrupt. You know what I'm saying? I was I was the nigga walking through Inglewood. I'm on Fifth Avenue in Manchester listening to, you know, We Can Freak It and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And so in the same sense, some of the rap that as a grown man I might not immediately identify with or listen to all the time, you, you for sure got to stay tapped in because it's like this is the shit that's helping these kids navigate L.A. You know what I'm saying? Because they have to understand the culture, know what's going on. Otherwise, you're moving through the city oblivious. Right. That being said, I don't listen to I don't listen to everything for long periods of time. My youngsters be for sure putting me up on shit like this, that new. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. And I'd be like, who? I'm like, <laughs> it's what the kids listen so to. So who know? you ride to right now in Los Angeles that's just going up? Oh, man, that's probably the hardest question ever. I'd be I'd be riding the instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? And, and man, I use music like I use music like food like medicine you know what i'm saying so i listen to old school i listen to r&b like a motherfucker i'm just not listening to young nigga rap every day you know what i'm saying now i got i got you know homies that i'll check out their shit when they drop it you know rj's my nigga you know g perico's my nigga you know what i'm saying um but outside of you know uh uh jason cash is hard as shit you know what I'm saying? So it's niggas that I'll tap in with because I, I've slapped fives with them. And I'm like, my nigga, respect. As a man first, now I can check in with your shit. But I, I feel like it's all kind of vibes in the music that you, if you don't know where they really coming from, you be listening to some weirdo shit. And I'm scared. I ain't trying to be out here feeling like, you know, weird smoke because I've been listening to the wrong shit all the time. So, um, yeah, but I do listen to instrumentals. I like to write when I'm riding. You know, so I like sometimes I ride silent. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's but, beautiful. Yeah, I be just you, so I can get into my straight, you know, right mindset. But mm -hmm. you know, I, you one of the first of all, you're the only rap nigga I, that came here. I ain't even gonna say rap nigga, just artist that came here and didn't 
sit here and twist a blunt for 15 minutes. And I just want to so glad, saying, bro. Thank you. Motherfuckers been sitting here for 15 minutes and like, got one album out. <laughs> weak ass shit. <laughs> Bruh, I'm talking about sitting here twisting the weed. I don't know what's going on. Then you smoke, you get high, you don't know what the fuck I just said. He's basically talking about all his homies. Oh, yeah, everybody out here interview, brother. So much respect to you, you know what I'm saying? For much respect to that. them, yeah, too. Do, do hey, <laughs> hey for when you fucked up in the show, where you like, fuck, I'm not going to win no I more. I was like, I'm going home. <laughs> but the thing is this. I was like, I'm going home. Nigga, I was, I was ready to be like, Paris, I did my shit. Eagles, you know. That's, I was ready to just be like, Eaglewood, we did it, you know. Because in my head, it's like, I was never there to win. And because when you wear that energy, even Nip said, Thinking competitively all the time, um, it it eliminates your natural contribution to the world. Like you, you're actually now you're putting yourself up against somebody instead of putting yourself within yourself to give your unique contribution to music, art, whatever. Right. So I was there, like, man, I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. I don't know if the judge is looking for a 18 year old. I don't know what's gonna happen. But if I go here and I'm like, you know, because before the show, all they told me was if you give us clown shit. We gon' we you gonna see clown shit on TV. If you give us real shit, all you gonna get is real shit. Because I was about to deny doing it. I was the day before. I was like, I called him and was like, I'm not gonna do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not gonna yeah. have me out here looking dumb. And the producers were like, Smoke, chill, bro. We're not the boogeyman. Whatever you give us, that's what you gonna see. Mm -hmm. So I was like, All right, I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen on y'all end, but y'all gonna get these real moments. You know. So by the time I fucked up, and I fucked up big. You know, I was like. All my lyrics just left my mind, nigga. And so by the time I had fucked up, I'm like, cool, we represented. Snoop gave me the nod, you know what I'm saying? Like, I stood my ground when he when he pressed me. Um, I showed him artistically. When they when they sent us to uh to our back to our city to produce a video, like my parents at the time live on 112th, right? One of the main blocks over there. And they was like, we don't have a permit to shoot in Inglewood, so y'all gotta shoot at another location. And you got to, you know, the whole thing is like, show us how if you really from where you from. Right. So to me, that man, oh, we pulling all the homies out. We pulling cars out. We have. So I'm producing a video myself telling everybody to pull up. But we on a block that is not our territory. So I walk to the edge of the I walk to the end of the block where I know they kick. I'm like, look, man, hope. How y'all doing? What's up? My name's Smoke. You know what I'm saying? Hey, everybody. Uh, we looking to shoot a video at the end of the block. My parents live there. They've been there for a year. We I've lived there for a year. And it's going to be some people, but I just wanted to tap in, you know, because, you know, if you don't do your homework shooting yeah. videos in L.A., they'll come shut your shit down or worse. They'll be busting at your shit, you know, and I had that experience. So dude was like, oh, y'all been there for a year? Oh, no problem. You know, so um, and I was like, no, you know, I just wanted to check in. You know, he was like, oh, you did the right thing. I'm saying no problem because y'all been there. Boom, boom, boom. So mind you, I had big Y in the video. I had. All the young bloods, I had I had uh, Mexicans in the lowriders up there, and even then, Big Y is like, bro, you know we beefing with the with the essays right now. You can't have me standing next to him. The homies gone. I was like, bro, just give me ten minutes, man. Let's get your shot, and you can yeah. get on. You know, so people don't know all of that that went into it. So I say all that to say, by the time that I messed up my lyrics, and I was like, you know, they didn't seen what's up, you know, and and I had made such an impact that the judges was like. We still want to see you in the later rounds. And that song in particular that I fucked up on, the the whole performance was still so unique compared to 
you know, and no knock to the other contestants because they brilliant rappers, but it, it just stood out. Like I walked in the studio and told the producer, like, I chose I chose George Clinton, um, uh, Atomic Dog. Everybody thinks I'm gonna go West Coast, the whole way, right? So it started off there, and then I was like, in music, when you it's the same tempo, but if you go half time, it's like going half the speed, and it's it's that tempo but a slow vibe. So I was like, we are gonna cut this bitch in half, have a real uh, drawn like slow down, almost like slow motion moment, and artistically, the whole crowd gonna freeze and be like, this shit dope. And that's exactly what happened. And I had them wrapped around my finger. And right when I'm dropping the, the, the best bars of my life on them, I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm in front of motherfuckers, like, forgetting shit. And so, but it was impactful enough for them to say, nigga, how even uh, who, Chance or somebody said, oh, T.I. said, I feel like that's the best verse I never heard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this nigga was like, as you go comfortably into the next round, nigga, make up for your mistakes and we'll see you next time. How do you fuck up and still go to the next round? That's cool. Well, I, actually, was, I was ready to go I home. I actually looked at the first, the first initial round and then the last round when you played the piano and I was just like, <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like this, they was they were lucky to have you on that show to make it what it was. One of the real. producers said oh, that for real. Oh God! One hey, when he started rapping in Spanish, did you become a fan? That's such a fucking ignorant question. I just want to know. <laughs> no, no. <I> just, <laughs> automatically, automatically, he was from LA. You know what I mean? And yeah. you could tell it wasn't corny LA. I like how you kept it real, bro. You didn't go in there like I'm a gang member, I'm a rapper. He's like, nah, I'm a teacher from Inglewood, and I rap. And it was like, oh, cool. First of all, him being a teacher, I think, caught everybody by surprise. Like, Absolutely. oh, you really a teacher? Like, my nigga teacher. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he didn't he talk motherfuckers. He, man, he didn't grade a motherfucker's paper. You know what I mean? And he, he fight kids. Hey. So y'all motherfuckers, hey. yeah, this nigga fucking kids up. <laughs> in the gloves, in the gloves. You got kids? No kids. I don't have no kids. Oh, boy, this nigga have kids. He gonna fuck his kids up for sure. No, but see, you know the thing saying? is, the thing is, that ain't real. That ain't real punishment, man. Beating a kid because really, when kids is when kids is real bad, they just they like interpret that as more of a bonding moment than anything. Oh, really? You want to go? Because that's you speaking their language, right? So that ain't punishment. You beat a kid up. They like oh, if anything, you save some, bro. They, they, they you probably respect. always gonna remember that fucking moment. They probably love you to death right now, especially like you being famous. Like they probably like, nigga, I was fighting this nigga in the back, <laughs> nigga. Man, I body slammed these smoke. <laughs> it was, hey, it, I did wrestle with a kid one time. This nigga was big. I was like, hey, this, hey, man, put me down. My feet left the ground. I'm like, hey, what the fuck is this? Hey, before we get out of here, you know what I'm saying? And, D smoke. He was late as a motherfucker. He was. I was late. My bad. <laughs> AD, you AD, gotta, AD, hey, you got to. You got to. said he was gonna walk into the shit. Well, he probably out there. Is AD out there? Mm -mm. He yeah. said he gonna walk in. Man. No, yeah. man. We because we got a live show at six. We oh, gotta shit. stay. We gotta stay at least twenty minutes with us. Okay, for sure. Oh yeah, stay twenty minutes. But before Be you late. leave, before we get out of here though, um, I always ask my real hip hop niggas. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple questions for you. You know, easy. Your top five rappers. Top five. They always do this to me. And it changed every time. It could change. Because my list got 10 and 15. And um, I'm going to go number one. I'm going to just go out of order, but I'm going to say Andre 3000. I'm going to say. Oh, we be debating about this shit. About they Andre. They debate, man, they debate about Andre all the they, time. I'm going to say this, but and I'm going to preface Andre 3000. 
being in a group with Big Boy allowed the world to appreciate Andre 3000, right? Because Andre 3000, if he came out with just Andre 3000 albums early on, they would have relegated him to a section of hip hop. Oh, this is that type of hip hop. But the fact that he's with Big Boy is like, you get this, you put this one two punch on exactly. Yeah. Then we can, then we can hear the whole song, be like, oh, that's dope. Then you get taken somewhere with Andre 3000. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's rooted in the shit that Big Boy bring, cause it's like I'm the culture, bro. You know, so I love I'm I love the fact that you know what I'm saying. Andre 3000 took it somewhere, and I know that being in the group allowed it to go there. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna separate it from. Outcast, I'm an Outcast fan, but niggas want to say, what's your favorite lyricist? So I'm going to just say Stacks, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Lauren Hill, right? I just wish she had more raps for me to access. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, I know, right? Bro, but when she do rap, when she do rap, I put her and against Nas anybody. And be just bringing her this old randomly. Right. You know, and it's cold that he did that for us because we want to hear her voice and we want to hear her talk that shit. And I loved it. Yep. I loved it, and, and I'm gonna get in trouble for this. So we gonna go, we gonna go back through it. Three stacks, Jay Z, uh, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill, and then I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go, corrupt. Damn, that's different. You ain't finna get in trouble for that. I'm just no, no, no. I'm because I'm getting in trouble for who's not on the list. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. Corrupt, and then. Uh, I always like to switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up today because I never have put this person on there. But really, growing up, I learned so many of his raps. I'm gonna go Buster. Yeah, because go you Buster. know, and you know why? That's a super random. But like it's that, just kind of random, like, but you yeah. can't say he not. But Lil Wayne just put Missy on this shit, and nigga, he Missy is on. Oh, that's so true. God Man, and, and he went viral. And they was just like, bro, Missy. But but the, usually I get in trouble because I feel like. Pac and Big are just in the world of their own. Like, that's the go without saying list. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm not stopping my speech right now, right? Pac and Big is, is the go goes without saying list. And then, um, and I just think right now we have two of some of the best rappers we've ever had that are still active in the game. We got Kendrick and Cole, you know what I'm saying? And, and Drake is hard, but I think he's just like a, a super musician, like a super, super creative artist. person, super, super artist. Yeah. He's, you know what I'm saying? He's a super pop rap artist who's just dope as shit you know so um i don't like to like put them in the top five because that it, i feel like it derails the conversation um and i'm a big you know Nas fan as well you know so um but that's my list so what was what was my list today missy elliott no no no, that no, no i mean fucking lauren hill lauren hill three stacks jay-z corrupt and, and buster and buster, and buster you know and and First rap I ever learned was a Snoop rap, and I think Snoop is just like Snoop is the biggest motherfucker in in entertainment. He's the most famous person in the world. Yeah, you know, if you ask me, you know. Well, my next thing is, you know, because we be me and my homies be arguing, backyard talk, smoking, doing the whole little thing, right? Mm -hmm. And we be having this, you know, you know, it's. I want to ask you, Pac or Snoop? It's like a wheel go, and it's just like, you got to choose on it. We don't need no explanation. You know what I'm saying? So, and it be big like Pac that. Pac or Snoop? Pac or Snoop? That's the question? That's, That's the question. That hold on, hold on. Elaborate. Hold on, don't answer yet. What's yours? No, no, no. Wait, I don't want to be influenced by his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me start off easy then. Go ahead. Fry fish 
are fried chicken wings? Fried fish. Oh, you a nigga then. Fried so answer fish. the next question. <laughs> fried fish and grits and grits. Yeah, 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 with, with grits and the egg on the side and all that. All right, Pac or Snoop? Man, I gotta go Snoop. I gotta go Snoop. He looking at me like. Go ahead. What's yours? Because we can't it's, elaborate. It's Pac. We can't His elaborate. Face said Pac. Nah, nah. Because I gotta go. Get it from a so. These more, I was born in yeah, 2000. Yeah. I'm 22. Yeah. So, I I, so I would say like my first rap I ever learned was like "Ain't No Fun." I learned that shit like. Okay. But I think, I think who I could listen to probably for like a whole month straight and actually vibe because I like the Snoop is just more ratchet to me. Snoop's like party vibes, so I would go with Pac just because I think I could listen to him in all elements. It just depends on what Snoop you listening to, Brody. Because if you say Snoop. If you say I'm Snoop is a blue carpet treatment, I'm gonna go crazy. Blue I'm carpet go treatment, crazy. bro. It got some of every. Listen to blue carpet treatment. Look, 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 see, I ain't gonna lie. Talk about from the club. Look, look, but I ain't gonna lie. He ratchet ass. But I ain't gonna lie. I gotta get like the hell he jump off. He don't know. He don't know. He done fucked off my whole rap flow. Think about it. Come on. But I ain't gonna lie. Like if somebody were to tell me, catch my vibe, and and people might not like this, but if somebody were to tell me like who you fuck with more, like Pog or Biggie, I would go shit, bro. I will go with Biggie. I'm not mad at it. I'm my not thing mad is at this. That. My thing is this. It's a conversation. Because yeah, it's people, a conversation. I people like to do the headlines yeah. without the whole conversation. The headline is, oh, he chose this person. But the conversation is like, if we talking about somebody's social impact, Pac was out here moving through the world like Farrakhan, bro. Yeah. Mixed with Denzel Washington, mixed with a rapper. Like, we 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 can't downplay how good of an actor he was already starting to be, bro. Like, Pac could he go... He died at 25. Listen, that's what I'm saying. Like, at 25. It. He Pac it's was crazy. Pac was nip energy, prolific type. You know, when he spoke, people stopped and listened. You know what I'm saying? Now, when we talk about bar-for-bar bar rap, man, stylistically, Biggie was wild, bro. <laughs> Biggie I, was wild, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Nah, Biggie was wild. Biggie was lie. wild. Ten you Crack Commandments, the sky's the limit, changed my life forever. I was like, I ain't no motherfucker could do this. Change your life, bitch, 22. No, but I ain't gonna, see. Yeah, but my dad a crackhead. My dad a crackhead, so when I heard Ten Crack Commandments, I'm like, damn, that'd be my dad right there. All right, look, all right, real <laughs> fast, real fast, emotion. real fast. Nas, Jay-Z. Ooh, I, I'm going Jay-Z. All right, all right. Daz, DJ Quick. Daz or DJ Quick? I might have to take my glasses off. God. Who you going for? I'm, he said Daz. We got to let him answer. <laughs> I'm going to go quick. Yeah, of course. DJ Quick. Down, yeah, take, you know what I'm saying? Pow, pow, pow. E42 short. E40. Okay, okay, okay. E40. Mm. Since we, since you talking, he's your favorite rappers, Kendrick or Cole. <laughs> you know what that's right? That's no. That's like saying no, bro. <laughs> no, I ain't no like not. saying it. You got to answer Kendrick that motherfucker, man. Dog, I'm not, I'm not doing that one today. <laughs> he not gonna get the verse. That's like who you love better, your mama or your daddy? <laughs> no. And they both sitting there. And they both sitting there. No, the reason being, don't the ask reason me, don't being, ask me. We gonna leave it there then. Okay. 50, 50, 50, 50. 50, 50. UJ, uh, UGK or Outcast? Outcast. All right, all right. Misty, Missy or Buster? I'm finna get up and leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> Missy, Missy. You going Missy? Miss, because I don't. We we talking just the whole person versus the whole person, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say Missy. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I was a producer before I was a rapper, and my favorite was Timberland. So everything out of that camp was just like was gospel. 
Missy Cole, and she had to live. She was doing her thing. Ridiculous. All right. All right, y'all, we can end it now, man. If you got anything you want to shout out, tell the people what you got out, coming out, or anything, let them know right now. Man, my name is D Smoke. I'm from Inglewood, California, and uh, it's a lot of things in store. We just dropped War and Wonders uh, last fall. We still putting out content to that. We also just dropped a song, uh, Glide, uh, featuring Andre Harris. Um, I'm on a gang of features. The R&B community then hit me up. So me and Aaron Ray just dropped a song called The Mood. That's incredible. Uh, me and Agnes Mo just dropped a song called Patience. And me and Kenyon Dixon just dropped Get High, Get By. So it's a lot of music out. Um, I'm working on a book. So I'll have that ready for y'all by early next year. And that's going to be some shit that you'll you'll catch on on what, whatever network cut us the biggest check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just uh, it's a lot of beautiful things, a lot of art coming out. Um, of course, I was on the uh, Bel Air show, had made a little appearance. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah, bro, I seen that shit. So, so yeah, man, it's a lot of good things happening, and, and y'all keep tapping in. We gonna keep making good art. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, y'all, yeah. we up out of here, man. Nice having my boy. Salute, salute. Sure.